You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Friday, September the 18th. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Lucas Smith. You're listening to Locked On Cardinals podcast, which talks about the Cardinals Monday to Friday every single day. And lately, that has been a bit of a negative because the Cardinals have not been playing well. On today's episode, I will talk about the disappointing and once again abysmal offensive performance last night against the Pittsburgh Pirates and I will also talk about the doubleheader coming up today at 3.05 and with two weeks plus uh, left to go in the Cardinals season or not even two weeks actually you have uh, one week from today or one week from yesterday I guess because uh, of the extra extra game the Brewers series starts off the last game of the year and then the Season's over, the 27th. Might get a couple extra games in against Detroit, but who knows. But, uh, yeah, right now the Cardinals are on the outside looking into the postseason, and I've got a uh, an interesting take on why that might not be such a terrible thing when you look at the future of this franchise. That being said, I'm still extremely disappointed with the way the Cardinals are playing as they fall two games under the 500 marks. So let's go ahead and get right into it for today. I hope you're having a good Friday. Uh, hope, sorry if I, if I bring that down at all. But, um, yeah, happy Friday, and uh, we'll, we'll get to talk some baseball. So we'll count, count ourselves grateful for that. So last night, going into it, you feel really good for a couple different reasons. Two reasons, really, and that had to do with the two men on the mound. Uh, Dakota Hudson, who had been really good for St. Louis coming in, and Stephen Brault, who had been really bad for a really bad Pittsburgh team coming in as well. And it it really um, it went backwards for St. Louis. Uh, Stephen Brault came in with a, with a record of 0-3 and, uh, and nine starts with a 5-0-6 ERA. He ends the day with a 1-3 record and an ERA of 4.04. He lowered his earned run average by a run. That's impressive. Say what you will. I'll say what I will about how we, that shouldn't have happened and how Cardinals need to get better hits. Yes, but credit to Stephen Brault for lowering his ERA by a full point. That is what, I mean, That that's... Impressive. Somehow he figured it out. He was able to keep the Cardinals off balance. I mean, when you look at a statistical statistical standpoint, excuse me, um, you realize that the um, you know he held the Cardinals' expected batting average to 191, two hits over nine innings. He gave up three hard hit balls, according to Statcast, all night. Uh, the average exit velocity on him was 79 miles an hour. Cardinals dipping as low as 48 miles per hour. All this according to Baseball Savant. So they're just not getting. They weren't getting hard contact against Mr. Brault. He was able to use his fastball slider, or excuse me, fastball changeup slider for the most part. He threw um, 37 uh, fastballs, 34 changeups, and 20 sliders. Uh, those were his majority of his pitches of his 110 pitch night, and that really kept the Cardinals off balance and gave them fits. That being said, this offense needs to figure it out. I don't mean to beat a dead horse here, but this offense cannot play like this now if the bottom line in regular season that you know uh, regular as in normal as in non-2020 this is nowhere close to a playoff team 
with the circumstances where they are, they're lucky to be only a half a game, a game out of the wild card and of the second place qualifier. This team is absolutely not a postseason contender if 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 the COVID nineteen layoff didn't happen. Um, at least not the way they're playing right now. I mean, you look at, just look at the averages, and they're they're not really eye shattering. Tommy Edmund, who I love, is hitting two sixty four. Colton Wong, who was one for three in his return, is hitting two sixty six. You have a center fielder in Harrison Bader that's hitting two oh seven with an OPS of seven twenty eight. Yadier Molina is even struggling two fifty and six twenty five. And to be honest with you, I'm not trying to be too harsh here, but this will tell you all you need to know. The Cardinals cleanup hitter Tyler O'Neill is hitting a buck eighty five and a six thirty three OPS. That's not what you want as a cleanup hitter. That is not the numbers of a cleanup hitter in the major leagues. I know that I rave about O'Neal when he goes the other way. He hit, a, you know, the home run he hit against Milwaukee uh, Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. He hit one of the doubleheaders. Great. He has the potential, but he's just not getting it done. Nobody in this Cardinal offense, except for Paul Goldschmidt, who has really returned to form despite an 0-4 performance last night, um, and Paul DeYoung, who is 0 for 4. He's, his average is still up to 284, and he's got a number of home runs. But th- th- this is back-to-back games for St. Louis without an extra base hit. And, he, you know, they had a really good game one with, with Wainwright on the mound. Adam Wainwright, and, you know, say what you will about my emotions being high after the loss, whatever you say. Adam Wainwright has been one of the few, if not one of the only, positives this season. You know, even Brad Miller has taken a turn for the worst in his in his recent slump. He was over 3 again last night. So Adam Wainwright, with his 5-1 and one performance so far, ERA under 3, he's been really the only... Bright spot for the Cardinals this year, and that 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 can't happen. That's props to Rain Wright. That's awesome. I'm super happy for him. Um, you know, no one has said anything higher of him than me, and and he he uh, he's he's great. But this offense is not n- not going to get it done. Uh, before I go into the, to the big picture of what this might mean, um, you know, this game was. Unfortunate. I, I kind of drifted off the point a little bit when I was talking about the two men on the mound. I mentioned Stephen Blalt pitched really well, and that's true. But Dakota Hudson got through two innings, and then all of a sudden he looked over the training staff and said, hey, I need to go. Um, he ended up being a right elbow tightness, and as of this recording, late Thursday night, early the early Friday morning, there hasn't been an official uh, word on what he's going to do and, or what his status is. Um, but he's just, this injury cost the Cardinals any momentum they had in this game because this bullpen, who you know, which hasn't had a day off um, since September the 9th, and since September the 9th, they've had two, three doubleheaders and they've got two more left, is really, really taxed. Wainwright saved the bullpen. Yes, that's great, but beyond that, Tuesday was a rough day for the Cardinal bullpen, as was game two uh, yesterday. Um, a little bit with Oviedo not. Well, I guess Oviedo went five and a third. But anyways, Tuesday Tuesday was rough, and this Cardinal bullpen is taxed, and this this didn't help it because you used Dakota Hudson, you used Austin Gomber, who's presumably done for today. Tyler Webb pitched an inning in two thirds. He's presumably done for today. Seth Elledge threw eight pitches, but that's his second time pitching in two days. Andrew Miller pitched eighteen pitches, so he's probably done for the day. That's Three or four pitchers, depending on the severity of the situation, that aren't going to pitch today for St. Louis. Jose Fernandez probably might pitch today, or at least be, able to be available on the doubleheader. So, I mean, the momentum was just killed when Dakota Hudson is hurt. 
uh, when, when one of your most consistent starting pitchers leaves the game like that after you have a lead, then the momentum automatically swings to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Even though the Cardinals have had an exceptional bullpen this year, with the way that the bullpen has been taxed, uh, the, the positive swing goes to Pittsburgh with the injury of Dakota Hudson. And I just hope that Dakota is not out for too long because the Cardinals need him if they want to be successful. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, beyond him, Gomber pitched really okay. What, what, what bit him really, once again, were, were the walks. You look at when, when the Pirates score the runs in the fourth, uh, there, there were two walks. He gets two strikeouts, that's great. And he gets two strikes on Gregory Polanco and hangs a slider. Uh, and Polanco punishes it, gives up a single, and then gets two strikes on Jacob Stallings and hangs a curveball. Gomber was not able to pitch efficiently uh, via the the two walks before the two strikeouts and home runs and also he wasn't able to finish guys once he had two strikes on him so um, it, it was a tough situation for Gomer to come into I know I talked about a couple episodes ago uh, about Gomer's improvements and he has improved uh, there, there's there's no denying that his ERA still sits at 2.37 even with the four earned and inning and two-thirds of work yesterday so he's he has improved. I don't. There's no denying that. It's just a blip on the radar again, kind of like what I talked about with Flaherty on on Tuesday, and that, that's a real tough situation to come into. You figured Dakota Hudson's going to go at least five or six innings, and all of a sudden in the third, you're called upon to get hot, get loose, and get ready really quickly. So, I mean, he's a major leaguer. and I know that uh, you know you can't make too many excuses, but that still is a less than ideal situation. Uh, for Austin Gomber, for sure. So that wraps up my conversation topics on game number... I guess that's the only game I got getting ahead of myself here. Um, I will talk about the doubleheader and the postseason picture and how it's fading for the Cardinals in just a moment. Talking about erectile dysfunction is not easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves by saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses, like I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can provide real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. And getting started is simple as well. Just go to roman.com slash LockedOnMLB and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to roman.com slash LockedOnMLB today, and if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash LockedOnMLB. Getroman.com slash LockedOnMLB. Okay, so today is Friday, so that means there's no episode coming out tomorrow. But uh, stay tuned for Monday for my recaps and reactions um, about the doubleheader that I'm going to preview tonight. Uh, preview today that is happening tonight, excuse me, and as well as the rest of the series. Um, then just just the just a heads up, I might not be tweeting as much as as usual. Um, once again, my girlfriend is in town, so I will be. Uh, with her. I'll still be watching the games. I just won't be on my phone tweeting, uh, but you can still expect me to watch and give you my full reaction on Monday. So, talking about the games tonight, uh, 305 first pitch, doubleheader. 
Carlos Martinez makes his third start for St. Louis since coming back and uh, the tsunami wave or tsunami, whatever he calls himself, uh, I think it's just tsunami, has given given us the, some mixed bags recently in his last couple starts. In the eighth against Minnesota, he gave up four earned and three and two-thirds. And then against Cincinnati, he went four innings, only gave up three runs, but only went four innings, and he struck out eight. Uh, the Cardinals need Carlos to step up. Martinez has the ability to... Uh, shut down a lineup, especially a lineup like Pittsburgh. And bottom line, Carlos Martinez needs to go deep in this game, and he needs to have an Adam Wainwright-like mindset and look to go uh, all seven, just like Wainwright did on Tuesday. Carlos Martinez could really pitch the Cardinals into a really good position with the game one start. Um, and I think that you know against a lineup like Pittsburgh, he's able to do that. And and I keep saying a lineup like like Pittsburgh, even though Cardinals are losing to Pittsburgh a lot. I'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, and the Pirates counter with someone who has seven losses already. Um, seven losses in nine starts. He's one and seven, six, three, five. That man's name is Trevor Williams. I don't mean to laugh. It's just the seven losses and only nine starts is a little high. Um, his last start wasn't terrible. Five innings. Uh, 10 hits, 6... Oh, I read those numbers wrong. I wrote those down. I wrote 3 earned when it was actually 6 earned and 3 walks. My apologies. That was not a good start. Uh, 5 innings, 10 hits, 6 earned. I was reading the wrong numbers there and wrote them down wrong. My apologies. Um, so Trevor Williams, uh, you know, he's given up 24 runs in his last 21 innings of work over his last 4 starts. Cardinals need to take advantage of this. They face some pitchers who have been on some weak stretches in the past. Uh, Luis Castillo comes to mind, as well as Trevor Williams. Or, 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 uh, Stephen Brault last night, they they were on rough stretches, and then they looked like completely different pitchers against this St. Louis offense. I understand this offense is not an ideal offense for a postseason team. I've beaten that horse dead. I get it. But th- this is an offense that can beat a Trevor Williams, who's 1-7 with an ERA north of 6. Um... This Cardinal offense needs to get it going, and they just need to hit well. And and it's promising because of the the numbers. Matt Carpenter in 25 at bats against Williams is hitting 320 with three homers and six RBIs. DeYoung is hitting 368 in 19 at bats with a home run and four RBIs. Paul Goldschmidt is hitting 415 at bats with a home run. Molina is hitting 280 in 25 at bats with an RBI. Last one I'll give you here Wong's hitting 415 at bats. You can expect all those men in the starting lineup. Tonight for Game One, I think Carpenter gets the start. Uh, he'll probably play third with, with uh, Brad Miller. DHing Miller doesn't have any experience against him, uh, but I just think that, that that's the way it'll go. Or maybe you start Edmund at, at second, or Edmund at third rather, and Carpenter DH. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Miller gets the day off against Mister Williams. So. The Cardinals need a good start from Carlos Martinez, and they need to take advantage of facing off against Trevor Williams. Game number two is most likely to be more of a bullpen start than game number one. At least that's what I hope for with, um, I think Martinez has more of a capability to go deep than Ponce de Leon just because of the higher um, experience with with being a starter than Ponce. but either way, this bullpen's going to be used. You're going to see Cabrera. You're going to see Reyes tomorrow, without a doubt. In Game 1 or Game 2, uh, I just think Martinez has the, the ability to... The, the higher probability, I should say, to go all seven than Daniel Ponce de Leon will. Um, 
For the Pirates, it's it's Chad Cool. Uh, Cardinals have seen him a couple of times over the last number of years. Uh, he's one and two in nine starts or nine games, seven starts with an ERA of five five and a WHIP of one and a half. So, Cardinals are facing two pitchers that have really bad numbers. It it happened yesterday as well um, with Stephen Brault, and we saw what Stephen Brault to do. So that's, that's not to say, oh, Cardinals guarantee a sweep. Uh, for the doubleheader. A sweep needs to happen. In my opinion, a sweep needs to happen to keep the Cardinals' playoff hopes alive. Is it likely? I don't know. Should it be likely? It should be a slam dunk for the Cardinals to sweep a team like Pittsburgh, who is 15-34 and 34 with a run differential of negative 80. Uh, but for whatever reason, the Cardinals can't seem to beat Pittsburgh. Uh, looking back at their, their season series, uh, they got swept at a doubleheader in their most recent outing on the 27th um, of of August, and then beyond that, they went two and th- two and three. But they're they've lost their last four against the Pittsburgh Pirates. That can't happen against the last place team in the division. Cardinals right now are on the outside looking in. They are uh, twenty two and twenty four, and they are a game back of the wild card and a, game, a half a game behind the Cincinnati Reds. And what's really troublesome to me is within the division. I know the, I mean this is where majority of the, the games come against. They're fifteen and sixteen within the division. That's coming up. That's coming against the, the Reds, Brewers, Cubs, and Pirates. The Cubs, they were 500 against. Great. Brewers, they, they lost two out of three. Not great. Reds, they, they played pretty well against. That means that most of those losses are coming against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cardinals have to be able to beat the Pittsburgh Pirates. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, and I know that every Cardinal fan, myself included, wants a postseason. Maybe a postseason in 2020 isn't what's best for the Cardinals going forward. Maybe if they fall short, that will open up the management's eyes to say, hey, we need to make some changes in the outfield and with a couple of addition of bats. Because this team right now, you can say it has all the potential at once, but if they keep struggling like this and underperforming, at some point they're not young people trying to develop. They're just baseball players who are mediocre. I think that this team has potential. It would not surprise me if this team went on a roll and was able to, to bust the postseason party and make a trip to October. That being said, if the Cardinals don't make the postseason, the management will realize that, hey, we can't go through another three-year drought. That, that, that's not an option for the St. Louis Cardinals franchise. So maybe a, a postseason uh, fail, a, a shortage of the postseason, maybe that will jumpstart the uh, management to make some real, real tangible moves to get better players on this team. Um, we'll see how it goes. The Cardinals, I mean, it, it it's tough. They, like I said before the series going in, they have to win each series. I think that they need to sweep this doubleheader. I don't think it's likely, but I think they need to sweep this doubleheader in, in, in order for, to set themselves, up, set themselves up for a better um Better chance at a series win. So we'll see how it goes. First pitch, 305. Uh, tonight I won't be tweeting as much because I'm working at the radio station. I still have a live stream up on my computer, so I still watch and listen to it on the radio as well. Uh, but Friday night football in Missouri, so I'll be um, working that for my radio station, keeping up score updates and everything. But I'll still be watching, so you can still count on me as well. And if you have any questions, comments, or complaints, as always, my Twitter, LJFastball, shows Twitter and Instagram, LO underscore Cardinals. And you can email the show, locked on at lockedoncards at gmail.com. I will email you back, and we can have a conversation as well. And if you want a question featured on the show, uh, I will talk about it as well. So that's all I got for this Friday edition of Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Stay safe, stay well, have a great day.